Hello and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast. We're on a mission to optimize our lives through faith, health, wisdom, and much more. Thank you for joining us on our journey. Here now is our host, Nick Carlisle. What is good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast, where it is my duty to explore all things related to living an optimized and fulfilling life. I personally am on the never-ending journey to improve myself and figured why not share my findings and my conversations with as many people as possible. This episode is brought to you by MyLifeEnchanted.com, which is where you can find all things related to the Life Enchanted movement. You can sign up for my email newsletter on there, read my blog, check out some apparel I designed, and a bunch of other stuff as well. Also, I would love to keep this podcast relatively sponsor-free, and to do that, I need your support through Patreon. You can visit the support tab on my website to learn more about that. Your contributions through Patreon will keep the Life Enchanted content flowing and will also help me dedicate more time to expanding the content, i.e. the blog and newsletter and whatnot. But most importantly, a portion of every cent that comes through Patreon and my online store will be donated to Metro World Child. You can find out more about them through my website on that support tab. Also, please consider leaving a rating and possibly a review of the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Your feedback helps other people discover the show and join the movement. What is good, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Carlisle here back with another solo dolo episode of the Life Enchanted podcast. I hope you guys are healthy, joyful, and well doing whatever it takes to optimize your faith, mind, body, relationships, etc. For this episode, I thought I'd share with you guys the different supplements that are a consistent part of my life routine and ones uh, that most likely you will always find in my supplement cabinet, regardless of whatever else is in there. Uh, My supplement cabinet has a lot in it. You might have seen that on one of my previous Instagram stories, but by no means do I consistently take all that is in there. I try and get most of the nutrients and vitamins and minerals that I need first and foremost from a well-balanced diet consisting of clean, real, earth-grown, preferably organic foods, but I do tend to also keep quite a few supplements on deck as well uh, just because it makes me feel happy and I'm weird. So um, take that as you wish, but most of the items in that supplement cabinet of mine are more maintenance items. Like I will take a multivitamin a couple weeks just to make sure I'm topping off all of my different levels. Or like if I'm feeling really moody one day, I might take some NAC or some lithium orotate to help balance me out. Or if I have a scratch in my throat, I might take a thousand milligrams of vitamin C and some elderberry. Or if I'm jet lagged or need to get my circadian rhythm back in check, I might take 15 milligrams of melatonin tonin before bed or if my body is super achy or sore from a workout or something like that I might take a heavy dose of magnesium to help my muscles relax a bit Uh, or if I'm feeling really stressed out or anxious or something I might take a heroic dose of some CBD or something so 
There are numerous of those, let's call them maintenance supplements that I always have on deck for those as needed instances, but uh, there are also a few in that supplement cabinet that I try to take on a consistent nearly every day basis. So let's dive into what those are and why I take them. And these are in no particular order, just FYI, and I'm going to try and keep this as practical and as easy to understand as possible for you without diving into a lot of the deep science and complex mechanisms behind them and all that. So just keep that in mind. But the first one that I want to look at is vitamin D. Now check this out. 70% of the population of the United States is considered to have insufficient vitamin D levels. And half of the world's population is considered to have the same. Uh, This obviously varies with demographics and location and whatnot, but these numbers are a problem. And it's more than likely that you are in need of some supplementation with vitamin D. Uh, Vitamin D plays a huge role in our overall health. And if you pay any attention to this type of health and wellness stuff like I do, you've probably noticed that Uh, The evidence in support of vitamin D supplementation keeps coming and coming and coming, especially with Dr. Rhonda Patrick's latest appearance on Joe Rogan's podcast, which gave extremely compelling evidence about how vitamin D can help fight and mitigate against the COVID-19 virus. I definitely suggest checking that out if you haven't heard it yet. She's an absolute wizard. But aside from that, like I said, vitamin D benefits our bodies in a variety of ways, with perhaps the biggest one being that it helps build and maintain solid bone structure. The The primary component of our bones is calcium, and calcium cannot be absorbed into our bones unless vitamin D is present. So without vitamin D, calcium can't do its thing to fortify our bones. And I don't know about you, but I definitely want to build and maintain solid bones as I age, especially because I want to remain active and relatively injury-free. But on top of that crucial role, check out what some other studies have shown about vitamin D supplementation. A Norwegian trial showed that subjects taking higher doses of vitamin D had significant improvement in depressive symptoms as opposed to subjects taking a placebo. An Italian study showed that low levels of vitamin D were associated with cognitive decline and cognitive impairment. Numerous other studies have shown strong evidence that there is a link between low vitamin D levels and cancers of various types. On top of those, there's a ton of other studies showing the positive impact from vitamin D on inflammation, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, obesity, Parkinson's disease, and the list goes on and on. But the big ones that really stick out to me and really motivate me to take it aside from the bone maintenance thing are the ones that deal with mental health because, as you probably know, that's been uh, one of the areas of struggles in my life and I want to do all that I can to help give myself an edge over that demon. So um, vitamin D is uh, a crucial one for me and I thoroughly enjoy it. But overall, when you do the research, it becomes abundantly clear just how much of a no-brainer it is to supplement vitamin D. I personally take one pill that contains 125 micrograms of vitamin D3 combined with 100 micrograms of vitamin K2, and I feel that it is doing its job well. If you want to nerd out more about vitamin D or why it's important to take it with vitamin K2, just simply do a Google search and have at it. All right, so 
The next supplement that I consistently take is krill oil, K-R-I-L-L, and I take about a thousand milligrams a day of that. And I like krill oil because it is an excellent source of omega-3 fatty acids, namely DHA and EPA, uh, which are among some of the most thoroughly researched and studied nutrients that we have available to us. And they've been shown over and over and over again to, to play a critical role in overall brain health and body health. And quick side note here, I want to clarify that I do not take fish oil. I take krill oil. Uh, they are both very similar in regards to what they provide, but recent studies have shown that krill oil seems to be more bioavailable to our body, meaning that we are able to uh, absorb it into our cells easier. And that's said to be uh, because it is in phospholipid form. Um, but krill oil also carries with it an antioxidant called astaxanthin, which fish oil does not contain. And astaxanthin itself has numerous health benefits that we don't have time to get into here, but you can check out on your own. And lastly, with krill oil compared to fish oil, I don't get any of that disgusting fish taste or breath that normally comes with the fish oil supplement. So that's a major win for me as well. And I'm sure my wife appreciates it. Okay, but back to those omega-3 fatty acids um, that come with the krill oil. Like I said, science has thoroughly investigated the benefits of those bad boys. And those benefits, once again, are numerous. But really what attracts me to them is the evidence of their impact on mental health. That's kind of a common theme here. Uh, here's a quote from PubMed regarding omega-3s. Quote, the importance of omega-3 fatty acids for physical health is now well recognized, and there is increasing evidence that omega-3 fatty acids may also be important to mental health, unquote. One recent meta-analysis study I found that was done by Sydney, Australia's NICM Health Research Institute concluded that, quote, the strongest evidence was found for omega-3 supplements as an add-on treatment for major depression, reducing symptoms of depression beyond the effects of antidepressants alone, unquote. I could go on and on here about omega-3s, but if you do any type of online research for yourself, you'll see that the evidence keeps mounting up in support of omega-3s uh, for overall brain health and physical health, so it's really easy for me to make the decision to consistently include them in my supplement regimen. Okay, so the first one was vitamin D, second one was krill oil, and now to the last supplement. And this one is definitely in a different category compared to the first two and may come as a bit of a shock to you, but the next supplement is creatine. And I would have honestly never thought that I would be supplementing creatine so consistently at my age. I always thought of it as something I'd only take during my high school sports days, doing workouts to help me get uh, bigger, stronger, and faster and all that. So I took it when I was like between the ages of 14 and 18 and then hadn't touched the stuff until about two years ago when I started reading some really interesting articles and studies that were coming from people in the health industry whom I really respect and I know are well-researched. And I was confused at first because I always felt like creatine had this negative stigma behind it, and I always heard of the possible side effects and dangers of it, and I can even remember certain groups of high school parents who were adamantly against their kids using the stuff. So all of those negative feelings towards it have kind of stayed with me since then. But as I recently started hearing more and more about it and I started doing some research for myself, 
I found that those negative claims were completely unfounded and that actually creatine is one of the most studied and safest performance substances that we have available to us and there hasn't been any evidence of it causing harm or negative side effects uh, even with long-term use. And it was even more shocking for me to see that it was kind of being painted as a miracle substance that delivers a wide range of benefits from physical performance to neuroprotection to cognitive function to fighting cancer to maintaining bone density and muscle mass and improving mental health. Uh, so I decided to hop on the creatine chain and I have not regretted it. Now, full transparency here, I only tend to take the creatine uh, when I'm working out consistently, which is usually true for me, uh, especially right now in these current months. But about six months ago, during the heart of winter, when I was battling a heavy depressive episode uh, and isolating inside and not working out and all that, I was not taking the creatine. And I definitely believe there is a connection between my lack of exercise and that depressive season. But we can save that for another podcast. But as I said, I'm taking it now during this season and my body and mind and energy all feel very much optimized. So what is creatine? Creatine is a naturally occurring compound that exists in the muscles of our bodies. And really its main function relates to the storage and release of cellular energy. Again, I don't want to go crazy deep into the science here. I will leave that up to you. But there are various types of creatine and they all kind of have their little quirks to them as far as how they interact with our cells and influence our bodies and all that. So the most common type is creatine monohydrate, uh, which is extremely well researched and widely available. But I do not believe that supplementing only the creatine monohydrate is optimal for uh, results. I'm a big fan of a product that I get uh, for a good price on Amazon made by the company called Crazy Muscle, bro. It's just Crazy Muscle. I just had to add the bro because it's such a bro company. But the product is called Threatine, and I like it. That's Threatine, by the way. And I like it because, A, it is in pill form, so there's no need to mix and chug a nasty, fruity-type drink. Uh, and B, they combine three types of creatine into the pill, including the creatine monohydrate, which makes up the bulk of it, but also creatine pyruvate and also creatine alpha-ketoglutarate or creatine AKG. Uh, and they chose those three because they've done their research and believe they work synergistically together while individually impacting different aspects of absorption, gains, energy, recovery, etc. And I believe them. I'll put a link to this product as well as all the other supplements mentioned in this episode uh, in the show notes below, so feel free to check that out. But the creatine is one of uh, the best overall performance enhancers that I've come across. My endurance in the gym has been next level. I've seen continuous gains from it, and like I said, I feel great both physically and mentally. So I know that was quick, but that wraps it up for this episode. I'm sure by the time this podcast releases, I'll probably be all about another supplement that I didn't include on this list. But these three, the vitamin D, the krill oil, and the creatine, I don't ever foresee being absent from my supplement regimen. So do your own research if you must. Check out the products I mentioned in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram for more updates at nick.carlisle. And as always, in the wise words of Cameron Haynes, nobody cares. Work harder. A special thanks to King's Kaleidoscope for the instrumental used on the intro and outro of this podcast. 
Also a big thanks to the good people at Capital Floats, which is Northern California's premier sensory deprivation and float tank facility. I am a frequent user there and the experience is transformative to say the least. And for listeners of this podcast, they are offering an exclusive deal of 40% off the normal price for a single float. Just go to capitalfloats.com and use the promo code Life Enchanted with no spaces at checkout. If you're in Northern California, you definitely want to take advantage of this. Please remember that I am not a doctor, so definitely consult your physician before making any sudden diet, supplement, or lifestyle changes suggested in any of these episodes. If you're interested in connecting with me, you can send an email to nick, N-I-C-K, at mylifeenchanted.com, or you can find me on Instagram at mylifeenchanted. Peace.